Mission Moen at Moen.com. If you suffered an injury at a place of business, dial Pound Wall. That's all. Morgan and Morgan. And now, now, it's the Mike Calter Show. The Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Our phone numbers 727 579 1025 or 800 771 1025. If you'd like to join us on the program, Calta Cruise number 16 is happening right now. You can find all the information at thebononline.com. We've got about 350 people going so far, and that is just in a little over a week's time of announcing it. Uh, if you want to get on, this is no joke. You need to go to thebonelline.com and click over today and sign, send Diane your information and your deposit because people are going to end up uh, being put on a wait list and turned away, and I don't want that to happen. So please get in early. If you get in there now and you get your deposit in, you'll get a $100 onboard uh, ship credit that you can use for drinks and other stuff while you're on there. They extended that. They were going to drop it down to 50 bucks, but now they extended it to 100 bucks to uh, the 22nd. But I wouldn't wait any longer, uh, the 22nd of September, I would get in and now because people are already being told that certain rooms are unavailable and they're being put on a waiting list. So get in now and join the folks who are going. Uh, a couple months ago, I had a candidate on the air named Anna Paulina Luna. She had some pretty uh, interesting ads that were running on TV and in uh, on the radio. And there was a lot of stories uh, that were floating around about her, and I was like, she will be a person of interest. Let's get her on the st- show, and we'll just ask her all the questions and find out what's true and what's not true. And she sat here about three feet away from me, and she answered every question. And uh, even on the things politically we didn't agree on, she had her reasons for doing what she did, and I thought she was a uh, an honest and nice person. And I didn't expect to have her on the show again, not for any other reason other than that we're not you know, solely about politics on this show or about things that happen in life. And uh, I have watched her get her reputation just slandered on uh, different uh, media outlets by the candidate running against her, questioning her service in the military, uh, trying to paint her as a former stripper, all the things that you would say uh, about somebody that you fear will beat you in an election. And as a result, you try to uh, use several tactics to bring her down and uh, try to try and intimidate her and her staff. Uh, wait till you hear some of these things that have gone on in the last couple of months. Let's welcome back to the show, Anna Paulina Luna. Anna, how are you, Pumpkin? Good to talk to you. Hey, thank you so much for having me back on. Very glad to be here. I, I appreciate it, and I know this is probably a very busy day for you. Of course, tomorrow is the election, and I know you got a lot going on, but there's a couple of things that we can address. I really felt like, uh, and I don't know if it's just because you're a woman, uh, but your uh, opponent has really been trying to bully you into, uh, I don't know if it's if, if they're using the fear against it, or uh, and bully you and slander you at the same time by questioning your service in the military, your, uh, your foreign places of employment, and physical attacks. Uh, I've seen the pictures online that uh, most recently one of your staffers had their tire slash at an event uh, where the police said that it was definitely done on purpose, correct? Correct. So it's actually not just one staffer. It's been in the last three weeks we've had actually all of my staffers, so all three of my staffers, one of our volunteers, and my own window was smashed, but they found all objects in their tires, whether it was on the sidewall, whether it was a razor blade specifically being placed in the tire. You know, my staffer, the most recent one, Olivia, she's 19 years old, and her uncle is an officer at the St. Petersburg Police Department, and he was ticked. I mean, it could have killed her. 
Sure. I mean, you know, the poor kid, you put a razor blade in there and she has a blowout on the way home. That's ridiculous. That's not just, that's not just putting a bumper sticker or, or writing something on the, on a window. I mean, that's, that's a potential for, for, uh, you know, hurting the girl. And, and, uh, the fact that this keeps happening multiple times, does that make you feel like, obviously there's a little bit of fear involved, but does that make you feel like, man, these people must be really nervous that I'm gaining on them and I'm gaining a lot of attention? Oh, I'm going to win. I can tell you that the other night, and we actually had only maybe advertised it a little bit, we had a 1,000 people show up to an event with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Kimberly Guilfoyle, and I'm glad that they showed up because that type of rally for a congressional candidate, just it's unheard of. It doesn't usually happen. And actually at that event, Marjorie Taylor Greene actually addressed some of the lies about my service record. I sat there. I showed it to her. I had Fox down here yesterday, actually, addressing the same things. And the fact is, is that these people are not service members. They have never served. And yet they attack me of what they're guilty of. You had one candidate writing their name on a veteran wall who's not a vet. You have another guy who's using his kids as props that are at the academy. But neither of them are vets. What What is the question in your in your service history what are they trying to say that is not that is not i mean that stuff's pretty pretty public you can find it out you've been pretty honest about it what are they saying is is, what are they doubting well the first thing that they try to say was that i was never in the military so i dropped something called a dd214 which is your service record and then it showed that i got out early and i joined the guard but what i never dropped was my remaining service records from the guard unit i actually got a copy of it because i figured i was like these people might be dumb but they wouldn't be dumb enough to actually say that because if they do i can sue sue them for defamation right well they got so nervous because they know i'm gonna win that they actually ended up within the last 48 hours trying to say that i was dishonorably discharged which is also false i actually have a copy of the service records from the guard unit that says I received an honorable discharge. And so I put everyone on notice. Marjorie Taylor Greene put them on notice. If you print, if you say that I'm not an honorably uh, discharged service member, or if you said that I'm not in, I will sue you. Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, if you put the time in and you served, then uh, you should be proud of that. I couldn't do it. And uh, I admire people who did. And I can't believe that it's come down to because what happens is in, in politics and in, in sales, any sort of thing, all you have to do is kind of float something out there. And whether it's true or not, then you can secretly and quietly apologize and go, oh, I'm sorry. But nobody ever gets to hear that part of it. So they're, they, they do the damage and they let it run through and hopefully it helps them out. And then they could secretly and quietly go away. And nobody finds out. And that's what I hate. That's where, that's why I don't know what it makes you want to do this because if I had to deal with all this, I'd be going out of my mind right now. Well, the good news is, is that if they wouldn't be resorting to literally smashing my windows and harassing my staff and my, my volunteers as well, if we weren't winning. So tomorrow's game day. I mean, I need everyone they can to show up to the polls. I can also tell you that, you know, they've been caught. Kevin actually apparently had texted in his group chat and someone leaked it that he knows that he's going to lose. And I also heard that he was sending these articles to um, to the Tampa Bay Times in an effort to try to damage me for the general election. But it's not going to work. We're winning in he, every capacity. He seems to be the scummiest one, Kevin Hazlett. And I have, uh, as you may have heard, tried to reach out to him right after you were on the show to give him equal time and come on the show. And a lot of politicians, whether they like me or not, would take advantage of it. This is the largest audience, radio audience in the state of Florida and certainly the largest among uh, the voting age uh, folks, why he wouldn't come on this show, the one show that's going to stick it back in his face. I I mean, down in my heart, I understand why, but uh, we gave him several opportunities. Gio even again reached out to him this week and still nothing. 
And I know why. It's because this is the, I'd be the one guy to not kiss his ass and and try to expose him for uh, all the all the immigrants, the illegal immigrants he's defended, all the child molesters he defended, all these things that he did that he doesn't want people to know. Not to mention that all the nefarious associations that he's had with some of the grossest people in this town. Uh, I, I put up a picture a couple of uh, minutes ago, or about an hour ago, on our Instagram of uh, a, a giant poster for a, a radio show that Kevin had on the Internet on a network that was surrounded by, um, you know, lesbians and, and uh, all, not lesbians, <laughs> uh, lesbian porn star type stuff, uh, which is very unbecoming of somebody who is running for office. And, of course, immediately it was reported and, and taken down because of fear. Uh, this is a guy who doesn't want his past and his record uh, and his the things he's done in his job as as a, a criminal attorney to come out, and he doesn't want somebody like me to ask him all these questions because he won't know how to answer them. You came in here. You and I had no friendship. You and I had nothing more than me going, hey, that chick's pretty hot on TV, and then came in here and answered every single question that I asked you. And even when we got to the one that we disagreed on, uh, which was the uh, the abortion situation? I felt like your answer was fantastic. You said, "Listen, I have I have personal reasons and family and people that I know that were uh, products of uh, of sexual misconduct, and I would much rather see them people uh, those people be born and have a life than uh, to have been aborted." And that is my personal view, and I respect people's personal views. But you didn't shy away from one thing that I asked you, and I I find that very commendable. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's been. You know, a lot of people, and I think that this kind of nastiness in politics is what keeps good people from running. But the fact is, is that if we don't, who will? You know, these sociopaths that are, you know, trying to control the country and stipulate every single aspect of your life. It's just, it's not okay. And I really appreciate you giving me a platform because you are right. You know, a lot of people, especially a lot of women, they would kind of uh, maybe not necessarily feel as empowered to go out there and speak the truth. But the one thing I will say is social media has really allowed me to put the facts out there when they lie and they clip my statement saying that, you know, they're, they're calling me an Obama lover, which is a really weird thing to call a candidate. But also, too, it's simply not true. I mean, I've put out my full interview that they tried to clip down and spin to voters. And what I will also say is, you know, this guy is framing himself like a prosecutor. He's represented some of the grimiest people in Pinellas County, like actually hurt people. Oh. And, you know, yeah, Kimberly Guilfoyle called him out about it. But, you know, what's alarming and what he won't tell people is why President Trump wouldn't endorse him. So he tried to get someone to actually talk to the president on his behalf, and the president said no. Mm. And the main reason is is because he represented a man who fled the country after he was talking about and planning to coordinate with foreign nationals to have me murdered. And that's not a joke. It's real. Yeah. And Kevin knows it, which is why he hasn't addressed it. He's a dirt bull. And we, we actually uh, approached it last time you were on the show, and there was a lot of things you couldn't talk about, and I, that's why we didn't get deep into it before. But that is, I've looked into all of that as well. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing. Let's talk about the Obama thing. Why I heard the clip that they're playing. Why are they associating you as an Obama lover? And this is coming from a guy who voted for Obama twice before I voted for Trump twice. So uh, I, I go back and forth based on the situation and what I, what's going on, and I don't know why. where did that come from. So in 2016, and this is a clip that came from Blaze TV on the Andrew Wilco show. I've put the whole clip up on my Twitter. But in 2016, the Democrat Party shifted their narrative narrative on illegal immigration. Previous to that, I have quoted many a times Barack Obama saying, don't come here, you'll get hurt in the process, to show people that the Democrats pivoted on their immigration platform. Right. In fact, in, in the first actual cycle of Obama, he was known as the deporter-in-chief. And then you see this switch, and that's what I was talking about. And I simply said that I agreed with the idea 
of don't come here, you're going to get hurt in the process in regards to Obama's immigration policies. They took that and they clipped it. And then they started saying that I was for, like, open borders, that I'm for illegal immigration, which is really awful because I've made my entire career as a counter-trafficking advocate. In fact, I just finished filming a documentary for HBO with Veterans for Child Rescue on what's happening with the human rights abuses at the U.S.-Mexico border, specifically with child sex trafficking. And so to try to say that, I mean, this guy, he doesn't stand a chance in D.C. because he completely crumbled with uh, Craig Patrick on Fox when he was actually going back and forth on why he was actually quoted as being pro-Elizabeth Warren and pro-Hillary Clinton and all this other stuff. But, you know, that's that's unfortunately the nasty game of politics. And if you don't have the media platform or the ability with money to combat that negative messaging, that is why more grassroots candidates don't get elected. Good thing for us. We know we've been able to combat it, but it's just these people are unhinged. I, I love that you uh, you I have not we've not talked beforehand about what we were going to talk about today or anything like that and I love that you have an answer for everything. I I also want to point out that um, uh, Anna Paulina Luna was uh, born uh, you had, you didn't have the best uh, upbringing as far as you were you were in a uh, a single parent situation. Your your dad I believe had addiction issues. Uh, there was heroin in your family, and the reason why I bring this up is because I I was raised by a single mother. Uh, who had two kids, and it is, it's a rough start, man. It really is. And to be able to climb out and decide that not only are you going to be successful, but actually try and help other people and get to a point where you're going to enter the military and then uh, dedicate your life to service of the public, I, I think that's fantastic. And I think you should Thank be given a lot of credit for that. I really do. Uh, you know, there, there are people who want to look at you, and, and, and let's address this for the 30th time. I thought it was going to be great when people said that you were a stripper in Destin and Galvin's, <laughs> Galvin's brother owned strip clubs. I was like, oh, man, we might be honest on here. <laughs> but uh, when you came in and told us, that the reason that you took a job as a waitress at a strip club, not as a stripper, was because your husband uh, had been uh, wounded, right? And and didn't you guys, you needed the money. Correct. So he had actually been shot in Afghanistan. I had just gotten out of the military, and so I was actually in college full-time. And because of the fact that he was actually airy-vaxxed to Walter Reed Medical Center, they actually wouldn't pay for my travel. At the time, Andy and I were basically like legally we were separated and so the military wouldn't cover that which i actually bring up all the time especially on legislation because when we're talking about for example medicare um in different states you can actually have you know reassignment surgeries and the government will pay for it but yet if you're a military service member and you have a family member that's literally in the hospital they won't and so, yeah, I absolutely, in fact, I would walk over glass for that man because I love him. Like, that's frankly, you know, there's nothing I wouldn't do for him. But it's actually written all down there, too, so they know the truth. Yeah. And what they've done is they've tried to smear me. But, you know, it's kind of weird because I don't know if they just, like, want to see me in that capacity. But either way, it's not true, and it's gross. And frankly, I hope, I honestly pray to God that he never has his children in the situation that I was in with my husband. Uh, of course. Because I can tell you that, you know, he would not be saying and doing what he's doing. Yeah, of course. I, I it's, it's, it, the reason why I would bring it up is because you get, you get, uh, somebody out there trying to, trying to say that, oh, she, you know, she was a stripper and blah, blah, and trying to make it seem bad. But <laughs> when you break it down, you realize this is a woman who loved her husband and her husband was a combat wounded veteran and they were doing what they could to survive and they were not getting any help. I mean, that, that's a way better story. And and it's overshadowed by uh, misinformation. It's terrible. Anyway, the election is tomorrow. 
uh, what, whoever you're voting for, get out and out there and vote. Uh, you don't realize how precious this right is until it's taken away from you. And you can listen to the show and you can love me and hate when we talk about politics. You don't have to like on it. Just get out there and vote. Do your thing. Uh, if you've heard about Anna Paulina Luna on the show a couple of times now and you like hearing what she has to say and see that she has no fear of questions, no fear of coming on this show, uh, uh, you know, unprepared and, uh, you know, we didn't schedule anything beforehand and really talking about uh, what kind of person she is and getting the truth out there. That's what I'm interested in. And I wish you a lot Thank of success you. tomorrow. We'll be paying attention and I, uh, I look forward to a, a, a play, replaying audio of your victory speech on Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you so much. God bless you guys and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Punky. Goodbye. There you go. Anna Paulina Luna running for Congress. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I always tell you on the show, I don't like a, uh, a bully. If you heard the, the commercials and they were like, uh, or, or Kevin Hazel talking about her and be like, yeah, you know, she was a stripper, got kicked out of the military. Without going into, in, into research mode, you'd be like, oh, isn't that weird? Now she's doing this. But until somebody tells you, no, she was not. She served her time in the military. She's honorably discharged. She has a combat wounded, uh, husband who, because he couldn't work and they couldn't get the proper uh, funding, she was forced. Well, she was a full time student to go to school, and I believe she was going to medical school. She was she was uh, forced to go get a job, uh, and it happened to be in a strip club. Let me tell you, those waitresses in the strip club, Galvin will tell you, they make a lot of money mm-hmm. because they're the ones sure. that you don't get to see naked, and you're always trying to give them money, trying mm-hmm. to you're doing what they can. I I I feel like ever since she was a kid, she's been a fighter. And she's fighting to get where she got today, and she deserves credit for that, not to, uh, you know, not to be crapped on. And and again, this is not about you don't want to vote for it, don't vote for it, but at least respect that she got where she is today by working her ass off. I'm going to refresh my email for I, I did send <laughs> this morning saying I still have times available if you'd like to call in. Nice, Gio. Yeah. Refresh. Yeah, refresh. I'm starting uh, to think those. Uh, those yeah, nothing. Nothing. That's weird. Well, uh, good for her, and I, I hope the best for her tomorrow. I will vote tomorrow. I know you will not vote. I know you won't vote because you're just you're of that age where you don't care about voting. I will I, be there. I vote. Will you vote in these elections? Probably not. No. You're a terrible human being. No. I, I hope you get jury duty. Thank you. What? Uh, what? We got to take a break. It's if Mike you don't Johnson vote, show. you don't get jury duty. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true, by the way. And I made my wife vote, and she goes, "When you know, like twenty years ago, our first election, and I go, hey, you got to go vote.' And she's like, "I'm not voting." I go, "Why?" She goes, "I don't want jury duty. I go, that's not the way it works." <laughs> You're selected when you go and register in the county. It's on the way it works. She went and voted and got jury duty two weeks later. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. We got to take a break. We got to catch up on some commercials. I got some stuff to give away, including, I think, Carmen, do we have Reba tickets? I think so. Uh, uh, we got a lot of other good tickets to give away, too. We'll do that when we come back. It's Mike Calta Show. This is 